I dog, I, I love living here, but South Carolina is literally the 50th state in everything. <laughs> like, they're yeah. the last, like, yeah. when I first moved here, you couldn't even buy beer on Sunday, you know? Yeah. I was like... <laughs> well, I, um, so we had, like, the blue laws, right, on Sunday right. that you couldn't do anything until afternoon on Sundays, and me and Reagan, I think we were dating, and we were like, let's just go to Walmart and buy a bathing suit so we can go swimming. It was after midnight Saturday night, so it was maybe like 1 a.m., and it was a 24-hour Walmart, and they're like, we can't sell that to you. Like, we, you, couldn't sell, you couldn't buy anything? You could, you could buy groceries. You can't buy, like, non-accessories. Mm, yeah, non-grocery items. Really? Yes. Wow. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, I, uh, when I first moved down here, we were going to the lake, and oh yeah, you talked about this on your last one. So oh, so you just listened to the last yeah. one? Oh, okay, great. So it's like I gotta, I gotta listen. You had to listen. To, okay, so we talked about this. Or yeah. that's funny. I probably haven't said this story since that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say it again. But like, it's we, a good story. Yeah, yeah, we first moved down here, and we're lake people. I grew up on the lake, and you know we have a boat and. It was like my first big purchase after graduating. I was like, I had a really crappy Jeep that pulled, that had just enough horsepower to pull something. So I was like, I'm going to spend my money on a boat. And I'm still that way. Like, I would much rather have a nice boat than like a nice vehicle. Um, but anyways, um, we moved down here and we were scoping out lakes. We ended up going to Lake Kiwi and it was a Sunday afternoon. It was literally like the week after we moved here and stopped by Walmart to grab beer. And the light was still on in the beer aisle. Didn't think twice about it because my whole, I shouldn't say my whole life, but, you know, all my 20s, I spent in we the We were beer, familiar in, with very the familiar, signs of where to buy alcohol. Very <laughs> familiar with the beer aisle at Walmart, right? Yep. <laughs> we had Meyer, so, though. <laughs> so I, exactly. So I grab my bush light, right? And <laughs> I, uh, I bring it to the counter, and this lady's like, you can't buy that. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I can't buy it here in this lane. She's like, no, she's like, you can't buy that period. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, son, you ain't from around here, are you? And I said, (laughs) no, I actually just moved here like a week ago. She's like, well, let me tell you something. You're in the Bible belt now, son. (laughs) And I was like, so does that mean I can't buy this beer? Right. And, uh, Actually, it was funny. The closer we got to Lake Kiwi out in the boonies, which is where Kiwi is, we were able to find a 7-Eleven that sold some beer. Well, Illegally. It, yeah. Well, it's funny. When we first moved down, we actually lived on Pelham Road. And Casey and I aren't like big planners if we're going to do something on the weekend, especially drink. Like if we're doing it, like it's a very last second. Like, yeah, why, why don't we do it? Well, it's like 7.15 at night, which most people are just starting to go out and do their activities on a Friday night. We're going to like, yeah, we're going to run across the street to a liquor store. Nothing. It's closed. I'm like, what in the world? I was like, I don't know. Maybe something happened. Then we didn't realize that Publix doesn't sell alcohol like Meyer does. Mm-hmm. Searching all through and we're like, where's y'all's alcohol? And they're like, like liquor. And I was like, yeah, they're like, we don't sell that here. <laughs> And I was like, when did that stop? And they're like, we never have. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I am not used to this. I was like, where can I get liquor right now? And he goes, hmm, how long are you in town for? (laughs) I was like, I just moved here. And he goes, yeah, Yeah. we party before seven here. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. He was like pretty funny. He was actually in the CrossFit. I saw him around here a few times at a couple gyms. Yeah. 
Yeah, I uh, another story about that. We a couple months after we moved in, I didn't up to that point. I didn't realize that because I'm more of like a, a beer drinker. Um, we were having some friends from out of town over for Fourth of July weekend, and we were again we were gonna go out to the lake. So I was going to the liquor store to buy liquor for you know our friends, and so in Michigan, literally you can buy. I mean, we have drive-through liquor stores and when it's a liquor store it's liquor beer wine anything you would ever want is in this store you don't have to like drive around to different places to get what you want and so i i find i google maps a, the closest liquor store i walk in there and i'm literally walking around the store for i don't know five minutes and i'm like where's the beer where's the beer because i i got the liquor but i had to get the beer and i asked the, the guy's like do you sell beer he's like no i was like oh okay so I bought the liquor, and then I went to the next liquor closest liquor store and was walking around. I was like, y'all sell beer? He's like, no. I was like, where can I buy beer? He's like, the grocery store? I was like, wait, you guys don't sell beer? And he's like, no. I was like, okay. And you can't get like any mixers there with your liquor either. you yeah. got to go get them somewhere else and then come back and get your liquor. That's annoying too, and you're like... Can I not have all of it in just one place, please? But yeah. see, now that we're not drinkers anymore and we drink Athletic Brew, non-alcoholic, sponsor us Athletic Brewing. Right. We don't have to worry about that anymore. We just pick it up at the right. grocery store. Yep, yep. So and we it, don't have to worry about liquor stores. Well, it's, it is weird, though. Because like, we don't party hard anymore. Nope. Just kidding. We do. You're a liar. <laughs> I was like, David, don't tell no stories. <laughs> um, but even like because I grew up here, seeing a liquor store as part of Costco, even though it's like out to the side, it's so weird. Because it's just like every liquor's always been by itself. It's been a separate yeah. thing. Or like if I go to the store and like just am going to buy beer or something on Sunday – I'm like, can I buy? Can I buy? On <laughs> like, it still feels so weird because I grew up not being able to do that. Oh, yeah. And you're like, uh, like, this even, feels wrong. Yeah. Even like Reagan's um, hometown was like a dry county growing up. And so like when we were, when we met, it was still like they didn't sell alcohol at all anywhere. Wasn't Ottawa County dry county in Michigan? We were like the Bible Belt in Michigan. I don't know, dude. I don't remember that. Yeah. Not while I was in school, that's for sure. Hmm. Not at all. <laughs> well, like, isn't Lake, like, the divider? I don't know. I don't I don't remember that at all. I think you're... Probably... I think you're just, pulling that out of your butt. Maybe. <laughs> I thought it was. Maybe it's one... I don't know. He's referring to where we went to school at Grand Valley. Um. Anyways, Wait, if is you this, guys... Is this running? Yeah, this is running. <laughs> Welcome to the Apogee Fitness Podcast, where we talk about liquor and beer and how we can't drink it anymore. <laughs> Um, my name's David Carter. I'm your, your, one of your co-hosts. We got Zach Galloway. What, what? What up on the mic? And then we've got Jen Green. Hi. Hello, Jen Green. Hello. Two year anniversary. Yeah. 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 So Zach looked it up. Apparently Zach listened to the episode again the other I day. I should probably listen to the podcast that I co-host. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we had Jen on, I guess, two years ago. That was back when Justin was the co-host and, uh, we learned all about Jen Green. Um, a lot has happened in the last two years since that oh gosh, episode. Yes. A yes. lot. Um, you were just starting out on your own kind of like journey. Um, and then you co-hosted with me um, for Gordon's episode, his very first episode, episode 10. And you had you were like full blown into your training. And you guys were just about to start or you guys had just gotten fittest <clears throat> of the upstate. You had just gotten a local comp. Um 
you he had just started AGL Athletics. You had just become one of his athletes. Like all that stuff happened right around that episode, and that was, I guess, a year and a half ago. So, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's go. So how's how's it how's everything going with uh, local comp and fittest? And I mean, fittest is right around the corner. Yeah. Right. We just finished the open. Talk a little bit about, uh, for people who aren't familiar with Fittest, exactly what it is and your role in it and how people qualified for it in South Carolina this year. Yeah, so we are right smack in the middle of Fittest season. Um, To qualify, you were um, participating in the Open and um, through South Carolina, all the affiliates in South Carolina could opt in um to be on the leaderboard and if you were not with an affiliate um like at your home gym or whatever you could let local comp know and we would add you to the leaderboard and so once the open was over and all the scores were validated um, we had our own custom leaderboard and we took um the top 40 in elite divisions and then 40 in masters elite which is uh, the 35 to 44 um 15 in legends which is 45 to 54 and then five in outliers which is 55 plus some amazing athletes in 55 plus Mm -hmm. so (laughs) for sure um so with that um you all are getting like invites to compete at fittest of south carolina which is in may so it's a three-day event this year i'm super excited for the the friday the friday night events yeah it's gonna be awesome um just something different that we haven't seen before um, and just, you know, kind of get together with the community with that. So my role within Fittest, so we all kind of take on like a blended team role, but my big specific role, like once we get past this invitation point is um, volunteers and um, judges, just organizing those, getting those together, kind of setting the roles and like heading that up the day of just being bossy, you know. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Who doesn't like being bossy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> How many volunteers did you round up last year? Um, I think it was like 80-something total volunteers over the weekend. That's so, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So For an inaugural year? Yeah, definitely. So, and I'm like, how many am I going to need this year? So, just, I'll, we are going to need a lot on Friday night um, for that. And then just kind of separating out. Like, last year we learned a lot as far as, like, where we needed more people or where we didn't need more people. And we've brought on a couple of different head volunteers. So we have like, um, I call it lane specific, but like the reset person who's like very like reset each lane has that crew. So we have a volunteer head volunteer specific for that. And we have a head volunteer that's specific to be underneath me um, to kind of get like the judges and stuff. And we have head judges so we have head people to head small groups so that I don't have to like communicate all that down. I can just delegate to them. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So this year, last year, the last, uh, I guess three years, it was called Fittus of the Upstate. This year it's called Fittus of South Carolina. Talk about that transition and, uh, um, I guess how you guys expanded out or why. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Originally, it was just part of the upstate because that was just kind of the community that AJ and Amy knew. And then when um, Gordon and Annie took over, they really wanted to um, have big picture goals, which, you know, most, um, you know, business owners should have that big picture goals. And so their big picture goal was to expand into all of South Carolina. And then there's even further goals after that. Um, But with that, the first thing was getting set up with CrossFit as a licensed event. 
And so, so what does what does that mean for anyone that's like listening? Like, you know, as a local competitor, we compete at a lot of these other like local events. For that to be CrossFit licensed, what does that mean as yeah. like an organization for you? Yeah, so it's huge. Um, so we are listed with CrossFit <clears throat> with right there, like with their semifinal events. Um, so we're one of eight in North America. And so we had to go through, like, we had to apply, have, you know, all these calls um, and meetings with them for that. And so in return, we get, um, like, they review the programming and they kind of say, like, this is great. You should change this. You should do that. But they also look as far as, like, um, safety-wise. So they said, you know, for this event, you might need this or that and just kind of give, like, safety tips um, from that. So they're providing um, assistance for like heat times and um, judges and volunteers and things such as that. Um, as like for Wadapalooza, they sent a whole crew down there to help judge. And so that's something that like I'm trying to work on to have, you know, the um, red shirts or the seminar staff, the training staff to come help judge at fittest. Um, so to be judges and volunteer stuff for that. Um, there's a whole bunch of just other random stuff that kind of come in play um, with that. So we can officially say, like, in our logo, a CrossFit licensed event versus, like, other places. It's just, you know, throw down on the beach or whatever. Right. So. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And within the last, what, year and a half, you've kind of taken on a role kind of within the CrossFit community as a whole. Can you explain that a little bit more, maybe how that kind of played into that? Yeah. So, um, in October of 20 what year 2020 I know, right? Uh, right? I'm like oh <laughs> they all blend together um so I took over or not took over but I became the Carolinas field leader for CrossFit so I'm actually employed by CrossFit aside from owning an affiliate owning an affiliate and so with that um, my main role is to um, be a liaison to all affiliates uh, from CrossFit but to also build community within CrossFit and so like finding that that's just what I love to do as far as like fittest and local comp like it just fits right in um so just building community communicating affiliates connecting affiliates in north and south carolina um sharing best practices um just kind of you know how did you run the open like getting ideas or connecting like we have some affiliates trying to get schools set up and so I'm like oh we have a you know these great crossfit affiliates that are schools here and just kind of connecting them with each other um and so I would love to say that me having that role helped um, Fittest get their licensing, but it didn't. So that was like just hard work, just kind of reaching out from that event. So I know Gordon put a lot of time into to, into getting that and communicating and setting up um, calls and things like that. So um, he might have used my name in that role, but not not saying not saying that it would not far. No. <laughs> right. So, but that's still cool. It yeah, is cool. Yeah. When you say in schools, what do you mean? Um, so a lot of schools are starting to go towards like their PE program is CrossFit. And so I absolutely love that hands down. So we have a school here in Greenville, Green Charter. Um, their PE program for their students is CrossFit. And um, any school that has an affiliate, they do not have to pay their affiliation fee. So it's like a nonprofit. That's, oh, really, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it's the same for like police officers. If police officer has, you know, an, an affiliate, it's considered a nonprofit. So they don't have to pay their affiliation dues and they still get the same benefits as owning an affiliate um, with that. So Green Charter's one. Um, I think there's some like smaller ones. 
Um, there's a ton in North Carolina. So where, there, was, where was this when I was a kid? I know, right? right? These yeah. kids get all the cool stuff. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. know. They get laptops and CrossFit. Jeez. Come yes. on. Right? <laughs> yeah. I like you had to go to typing class when I it know. was not even a laptop. Yeah. It was a yeah. like a bot's computer. Oh yeah, that and you Mavis had, Beacon. Did you that? have like a little in your one of your math classes like a TI eighty three semester where you learned how to use your TI eighty three? Yes. Yes. <laughs> your and calculator. Yeah. Yeah. That, I know what it is. <laughs> it was expensive too. Yes. Like you were hoping someone that like graduated would sell it to you mm-hmm. because like your mom my mom and dad were like, Do you need that? That's expensive. It was like a yeah. hundred some dollars. And I'm like, I found a used one, you know. Yeah, you could load games on there. Yeah, it had There's the big like slider on, didn't you? You could put a three by five behind it if yes. you wanted your notes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man, we had, yeah, that's that's hilarious. All the ways to cheat back in the day. So yeah. many, so yeah. many. Not that we ever did that. No, not at all. Um, that's cool. So a lot of these schools are are any of them public schools or are most of them like charter schools or private schools? Um, there are some public schools for sure. Um, I know there's. De- several public schools in North Carolina, so there's not quite as many that are in South Carolina mm-hmm. that have that program. But um, I think a lot of a lot of them aren't really aware that that is a pro is like a program. Um, I was telling someone the other day about it, and I was like, "Yeah, you just need like one person to have their level one, and that's the person of record, not the owner, since it's a school. Um, but that would be the main person you talk to, and you just apply for affiliate, and you can call it like whatever school CrossFit." Um, That's thing. really cool. Yeah, Pickens has Pickens has it. It's called Blue Fr- Blue Flame. Oh. Um. So yeah. Like Pickens High School. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all the high schools, Pickens. Yeah. Well, so John. <laughs> yeah, all the farm boys are yeah, going to be really good at football huge. and CrossFit. Yes. <coughs> so, um, John Wilson, he used to own CrossFit Pickens, and he actually still technically owns it. It's just not open, like open to the public. Um, but he worked at the school, and so he helped like start it there. So he was a PE teacher there. That's cool. Yeah. So. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I had to play I... stupid football, and oh, basketball, darn. real sport. Darn. Yeah. <laughs> real sports. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. CrossFit is real. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah, no. Like some of these schools, you see they're set up, and they have like the sweetest like rogue set up and all this stuff. And I'm like, where? Like where was this when I was in school? Oh, yeah. You know, like. Yeah, the it smelt horrible gym room and no one wanted to go in there. The rusty bars that were bent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me and uh um Justin, I guess this was back in twenty twenty for the twenty twenty open when we were doing like little YouTube things, we went over to Green Charter and we did one of our YouTube videos over there with their with their gym. So I I probably has like five views on YouTube, but if you guys are bored, you can go on YouTube and you can see Green Charters Gym. It is very nice. Yeah, I think I've probably watched that video maybe two or three times. So maybe oh, a little. She's your views. Little she's more, a, little more than five views. <laughs> that's that's two thirds of our views yeah. right there. <laughs> she's watched a couple times. I've watched it a couple. You've watched a couple. Justin there, watched it a couple. There, there's our fifteen views. Right, exactly. There you go. That was, those were fun. Those were fun. All right, cool. So um, now that when when is the, the fittest of South Carolina? It's coming up. Yep, it's May thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. So where is it at this year? Um, on Friday night, it's at Eastside Y. Eastside YMCA. Yep, in Taylor's. Interesting. Yes, and then sounds like there might be a swimming event. Maybe no. <laughs> Have you been to that swimming pool? <laughs> There's like three people that can fit in there. Um. So, yeah. And then Saturday and Sunday, it is at 
Five Forks Athletics in Simpsonville. It's Both days are Five gym. Forks. Yes. Yep. It's yes. a great gym. But that, I love it. That changes it up for the athletes too. Is now it gives them an opportunity, much like you would at like a games or even like a semi. Now is an opportunity to compete at two different arenas, so to say. Yep. At the same competition. Yeah. That's a fun part of competing, just like being able to go to like that's what I loved about Wadapalooza. Just a different scenery mm-hmm. and kind of a different aspect of things for sure. This is a left field question and I literally just thought of it. But since Fittis is a CrossFit sanctioned event now, does that mean that let's say somebody who had gotten popped for um PEDs, would they be allowed to participate in Fittist? Um, that actually is a really good question. Like we have access to those lists, but I don't think because it is like licensed by CrossFit that we would, that they would be able to, they would not be able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not that, I, it's a really good not question, that, not that yeah. anybody that I know of would, but it's just valid. A, I mean, it's a thing. I mean, just yeah, don't court- sign up. Just don't sign up. I, I know <laughs> you're trying to, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, you see the difference. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I just covered off my cycle. Um, <laughs> The uh, it, yeah, it is interesting because quarterfinals just happened. So I'm wondering, you know, if you know the top X amount of people in quarterfinals, you know, get ran- random drug tests or whatever. Yeah. And there's gonna be a couple people going to fittest probably that were in quarterfinals. I don't know. It was just a question. Yeah, like we have access to all the lists, which I think they're all public. You just have to search for them. And I think feel like Morning Chalk Up or someone has made like an official public list. Oh, but, cool. Um, yeah, so we actually we have access to all of that. Yeah, because that was a, that was a thing this past summer. I think there was what was it, Beach Town Throwdown or something that there was a no, participant it was a, there. It was that crash? Oh yeah, and, right. That's right. Yeah, yep. Crash. And then yeah. the Florida one, uh, or the brawl. The yeah, that's right. The beach yeah. brawl. Beach, the beach brawl. brawl. That's yeah. right. But beach brawl was not is not CrossFit licensed, and they were not, I think, aware of of that. Um, like, I guess as an event organizer, right? So like. I've never had to think about that and never even thought to cross my mind. Right. You know, and so I think it's the same thing for a lot of events now. They're just like, it, you're concerned about so much other stuff that you mm-hmm. wouldn't think that someone would not sign up right. for that. And that's where like Beach Brawl had said, like, we didn't even think about this, you know? Yeah. And um, I think one of the girls, I don't remember who it was now. She, I don't remember who it was. She podiumed in no. something. But I feel like they said she just gave she didn't get any money or she gave it back or it was a team or something like that. So yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's funny. I feel like all that kind of came out with the with that event right after actually we had brought that up on this podcast. I don't know if anybody heard it, but because um, we we had that discussion, I don't remember who was who was on the. I don't remember who the guest was, but actually Kevin had brought that up. Something about, you know, letting people who have been banned from CrossFit for PEDs participate in local competitions. And then that beach brawl thing came up like literally a week or two later. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm indifferent. I mean, if you're, I gonna, am if, too. If you're going to, like, if you're going to get, now, if it's, if you're winning like big prize money, yeah. mm-hmm. like if you're going out there, and there's, you know, around here, you've got, you know, anywhere from 1500 to, you know, probably three, four, maybe five grand, something. Yeah. If you're competing for one of those spots, you should not. Like, if there's that much money, you should not be allowed. Correct. If it's a gift bag. Yeah. And like a Lululemon shirt. 
whatever. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 100%. And, like, yeah. I know you can't just pick and choose like that, but as long as there's not big money on the line, that's yeah. what people are going to compete at those for. Yeah, I was about to say, I think it would be the people that are taking those would look for the bigger events anyway mm-hmm. than just the gift card or Lulu shirt or whatever. So. Not me. I know. I totally I'm looking for I the wanna, local competitions. I want, a, I want the Lulu shirt. Santa Series. Santa Series. <laughs> Three years ago when I did with Jackson, that was like the highlight. I think we got a really nice Yeti, and then we had a gift card or like a, a shirt in there from Lulu. I was nice. like, this is yeah. awesome. Yeah, it, <laughs> is. it is funny how local competitions have changed over the last couple of years because that was the thing. Like you'd get like a cup or like, a, I don't know, a shirt or like I know one event, um, Blitz Belts gave out a belt, which was pretty cool. Yeah. But now a lot of these local competitions are handing out, you know, some prize money, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm still kind of set in the like – the old school ways, right? So, like, I would, obviously I'm not elite to be competing for money, but like, I feel like there's a two different kind of competitions, and I get messages all the time on local comp, like, is there prize money? And I'm like, what? Oh, for like, like some of these local competitions, yeah, for like yeah, a small one. I'm like, yeah, really? So I, I know some people are like just like, looking like, to make their money back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, um. Uh, no, <laughs> like you might get a sweet like gift card or something. Look, I'm competing you know. scaled. I'm trying to win some money. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Bring it. I mean, if it's at the scaled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. As I get older, I appreciate some of those other things. Like the best thing down in Miami, it sounds terrible, is the pair of socks that we got of Ramwad. Yeah. They're awesome. Yeah. That's one of your go-tos. It's, new pair of socks. It's mm-hmm. like those things that you would probably never buy for yourself. Yeah, that, that $50 that, that, pair of socks. Yeah, yeah that's something <laughs> that you get and you're like, this is nice. Or a Yeti. Right? Yeti or a sweet bag. Yeah. Like a backpack or Sign something. me up. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of socks, I literally just bought some new socks the other day for the first time in like two years. And it's, I'm telling you, I have a sock. I, I wish I had more of, I, I love new socks. I've said this before. And, uh, but I, it's just one thing that I just don't spend money on very often. And so when I do get a new pair of socks, it's very, I just love it. Yeah. It's amazing. That's awesome. I should just do it every month. What, what was that question? What is like a vice that you have? Yeah. Or like a guilty pleasure that. Like, no, what it was, was if you had, if let's just say you had a hundred million dollars oh, yeah. and there was something like a very simple, simplistic thing that you would like to have or do all the time like for me it was i would like to wake up get out of the shower and have a fresh new pair of socks every morning on my bed waiting for me it's something that i could do right now right like i could probably have new socks every day if i wanted to (laughs) put it in the budget right like i'm not going to (laughs) yeah but like you know something like that what would that be for you I think Gordon said like a chef or whatever, but we said yeah. we said food. Yeah, yeah. I think food would be amazing, but like clothing-wise, new leggings like every day, every day. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing like new leggings. They haven't lost their elasticity. They're not falling down. They're like right when you put them on, they're the perfect fit. You haven't had Viore yet, though. Viore sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Plug. Plug. Right. Ordering now. That's right. <laughs> Order now and said Zach and David and any guest. That's right. right. That's right. Is that your code? That's it. Right. Yep. <laughs> Zach and David. I like it. Yep. Yeah. Zach and David. That's a unique code. I like it. Double trouble. Hey guys, we're going to take a break to thank our sponsors for today's episode. We're going to start off with CrossFit Greer. If you're living in the Greer area and are interested in getting started in CrossFit, go ahead and look up CrossFit Greer. Jen and Reagan Green are the owners there. 
If you mention the Apogee podcast to them, they will give you 10% off your first month's membership fees. I would also like to thank Blitz Belts and Chris Kane for their continued support of the show. So be sure to use their 15% off coupon code at checkout. That's Apogee, all caps. That gets you, the listener, 15% off at checkout at Blitz Belts on your custom order. I want to thank Goat Tape for being our new sponsor. Goat Tape has committed its brand to providing the best in athletic tape. They are the standard for CrossFit tape, scary sticky. Now they are providing the best in KT tape. So at checkout, be sure to get your 25% off your wholesale purchase. Use the coupon code Apogee at checkout. Finally, if you guys would like to become an invested friend of the show and are interested in supporting the show directly, go to anchor.fm slash Podcast and click on the support tab. We love bringing you guys awesome content each week. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast, drop a review, and let us know how we're doing. So let's talk a little about you, Jen Green. So um, we learned in your first episode that you are you and your husband Reagan own CrossFit Greer. Yep. Um, CrossFit Greer has been a huge friend of the show since the very beginning. Um, talk about what's been going on at CrossFit Greer lately. We'll say within like the last year, how are things going over there? Um, yeah, let's let's just start with the affiliate. What's going on? Yeah. So. Um, the last time I was on the show, I actually still had um, my full-time job at the bank, um, corporate <clears throat> banking that had been in for 20 years. And so at the end of 2020, as well as taking the role with CrossFit, me and Reagan switched places. So Reagan left the gym full-time um, and he started to go, he went back to construction and then I decided to go to the gym full-time. So um, with that, it's just been like full speed ahead focusing on like member retention, growing our membership, improving our programming, just improving the whole experience um, for our members. And um, I would say like it's been the greatest thing that like I could have ever done. So I kind of wake up some days and I'm like, is this, is this literally real life, you know? <laughs> and no, I don't get to work out like 24-7 like people think gym owners do, you know? Um, if I'm at the gym for long hours, it's because I'm like coaching or cleaning and restocking everything and just like doing maintenance on machines and stuff like that. Um, I kind of joke because um, like one of our older members, um, Jeff, who's amazing, um, he um, has like kind of helped me as well as far as like you need to have your own toolbox. And so I was like, no, I don't need a toolbox. I'm fine. He was like, every time you need to do something, you ask me. And I'm like, okay. So him and Reagan set me up like a really sweet like drill and toolbox and like <clears throat> all of these like wrenches and sockets and everything. Um, and so I've like installed new um, plunger things in the toilet. I've like replaced the sinks in. Um, the, Handy gen. Right. The Dang. plumbing. Yeah. I've fixed like broken rowers. I don't know. What else have I done? Like all kinds of just stuff that I'm just like, oh, oh and I put like equipment together. But um just all this stuff of like just growth, but also like, you know, in a in a different aspect, right? A lot of people think that like because I'm a female and I own a gym that like I get overlooked a lot. And I sometimes I do like men will walk in and they're like, hey, I'm looking for the owner. I want to talk to this or the head coach. And I'm like, that's me. And they're just like, what, really? Or And so they don't take me seriously. And so like it's part of like my own pride too. I'm not going to ask someone to help me like fix the toilet unless I like really need help fixing the toilet. Like I'm a grown woman. I can figure it out myself. Um, YouTube is amazing as well. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is on YouTube. (laughs) Um, So with that, so it's, it's been awesome. 
Um, just kind of like trying to take different aspects of, you know, member retention, just growing things, getting their like feedback from members, um, even if it's not, not good. Um, and just, you know, being more, um, being more there, I think, for the members and stuff. And, you know, so I feel like I'm there all the classes, even if I'm not coaching, um, even if, you know, I'm setting my laptop up and I'm working and stuff and just kind of communicating and getting to know all of the members on another level. That's yeah. awesome. Are you yeah. dropping into classes and working out with people when you're yep. when you're there? That's yep. that's cool. Yeah. So it goes a long way to see. Yeah, the owner. it really does. I think yeah. that's huge when like an owner or any really coach, if they're not coaching, drops in with classes and works out. Yeah. I think it brings a lot of uh, increased morale to the gym. And that's any gym I've ever been a part of. I think that's really awesome when coaches do that and owners. Yeah. Well sometimes if you have that owner that just sits in the back and just expects all the coaches to do all of it and build that community, then it's probably not going to turn out the way you want it as an owner. But when you're jumping in and you know, we talked about with Andy and Justin suffering just builds a weird bond with people and Mm -hmm. you know, they see you doing it and they're like, well, she's not asking us to do anything. She wouldn't do herself. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really cool. I think that, and then also seeing that like, it's okay to scale because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I will lots of times like if I jump in on a workout, I will totally scale and like not intentionally, but like I, I'll know what my stimulus is for that day or for that workout or depending if I'm on deload week or if it's just my free Thursday, I jump in and do whatever. Um, and just I kind of make a deal out of it that I scaled because I want people to see that's okay because you still have people who they're like, but I scaled. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I nothing like take that out. Right. Um, everyone has to start somewhere and like, we all have strengths and weaknesses and I've been doing CrossFit for, you know, 14 years and I still scale and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know? And so they're like, Oh yeah, you, you did scale that workout or whatever. So. Yeah. I think that's huge. I, I was specifically, you know, I remember when I was working out at CrossFit Greer and I'd work out with Reagan and he would scale and I'd be like, all right, that's good. Like I feel comfortable, you know, Reagan, He's a relatively fit person. He's scaling. I'm scaling. We're working out together. It's fun. Yeah. You know? Yep. And that's what Reagan still loves to scale. Yeah. And I'm like, you really didn't need to scale that. And he was like, but it was fun. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. You know? Like. Yeah. I think that's good. I think it's good, especially for the, uh, just the, the exerciser like myself, like no expectation kind of guy. Like, uh, I, I think I've recently found that, you know, my goal for working out is to or for, for life, really. It's just to sweat every day. Actually, I heard that from Kevin Kessler, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> Which was, like, one of my favorite things that um, he said. And, you know, he said so many amazing things. Hey, athletic he's, bro. Athletic bro. <laughs> he's, uh, he's such a great dude. You guys listen to that episode. He's he's almost like a little mentor of mine oh now. He's but awesome. He's, he's a great guy. But, you know, just the goal of just going out and trying to sweat every day. Like, you're doing better than 90% of the population, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And that's the thing. Like, you're... When you're, if, if that's your idea, like I'm doing this for myself, I'm not looking at, you know, Wattify or the whiteboard or I don't remember the other one. What's the other app called? What's the sugar wide? Sugar wide. Yeah. It's like, then you're focusing on yourself and you see vast improvement. And I know for myself within the last year, I've seen big time vast improvement because I'm not worried about what other people are doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's always a tough one, just trying to get people on board with it. And just yeah. like they try to make it really complicated and really like just move. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, just move. Just move. It's, yep. It, yep. Like obviously like diet's a big one, but like for beginners, just move. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't have to be fancy. You don't 100%. have to be doing like burpees and all this. Just 
move, start yeah. walking, push-ups. Yep. Like, and when people see that and how simple movement can just affect their lives and you see that consistency and that's. Yeah, it's amazing. I, uh, you know, we get a, we get a quite a bit of a good Medicare population mm-hmm. in our clinic. So, you know, Medicare older population, 60 something and older. And a lot of them, you know, they haven't been very active within like the last 20 years or whatever. We start very basic, but we really just start moving, right? I had this one guy, he's been coming now for, um, I don't know, a little bit. And um, it was it was one of the nicest things he's ever, as someone said to me, he's like, you know, like this is really helping me, like my shoulder's feeling great. Um, but really the biggest thing is, and he points to his head his mental game and he's like my mental game is improved I feel so much sharper and I was like that's great like that's I mean I'm so happy that your shoulders feeling better which is what you're originally in here for but like I'm so glad that your mental game and just your overall uh health is improving with movement yeah you know yep so it's it is amazing what when you can get somebody consistently moving for four weeks what it can do for them when they haven't moved for four years, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. And I think like from a competitive standpoint, like kind of flipping the other end of the switch, right? So two years ago, like when I started my journey, it literally was just to get me moving. Like even though I owned a CrossFit affiliate and I coached, like everything that I had went into my job or into the affiliate or into coaching. And so my, I just needed to move. And so from there, like I started getting like stronger and faster and getting back that like love for working out. And then it kind of grew into like a competitive aspect. But then like the last couple months, it was like too much for me mentally. And so like I went into, I kind of stepped back a little bit. Me and Gordon were talking and I was just like, you know what? I want to get better and I want to get more fit. But I think competitively, I don't want to do that. It's too too much mentally. Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy what I'm doing. And so, like, I don't want to be that person that I just get, like, back to where I was and I wasn't doing anything. And so this open was, like, the best open I've ever had. And I kind of joked. I was like, I didn't cry at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, because yeah. um, I just, like, think that last year, like, I was trying to be too competitive and, like, I would be so disappointed in myself. And then, like, years prior that, like, I either sucked really, really bad on something I shouldn't have or, like, in the middle of a thruster burpee rowing workout, I forget what year it was, like, I literally just walked out of the gym while, like, doing the workout. And I was like, I can't even finish it. And so... I think like just moving for the people that aren't doing anything or that people that are too stressed with the competitive aspect, just like taking a step back and just move and find that like joy and passion in it again and stuff and just like have fun with it. Right. So like that's the biggest thing is like have fun and like overall mental health will improve your physical health will improve, you know? Well, you always get those people like, they think they want to be competitive and then mm-hmm. they find out how taxing it is mentally. That is like the people that are competitive, you like, you don't understand what they're doing every day and like mentally have to like talk themselves into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say like it, I felt good. Right. So I was on this like game. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I was PR my squads. I was PMR miles. I was like, Oh, I can hang with like some of these people and things like that. And then it just kind of got to where it was like, I put too much pressure on myself it was not anyone else's pressure, but I was just like, I have to do this. Or I have to do that. And like, 
I think where where it really came down to is like I was competing in Charlotte and I was doing those rope climbs and I have been practicing like rope climbs every week like multiple times and I'm like this is going to be my best event deadlifts and rope climbs I could do this and then when I kept failing that rope and I'm like it crushed me mm-hmm. and I was just like crying and I'm like where did this pressure come from and so from then I was just like I need to just take a look like mental aspect is like I'm still working on it right so like I just I want to have fun I want to be fit I want to get stronger I want to be competitive in a team workout right like a team comp like I'm signing up for reactions comp with Reagan and Jen Stefanati so like I'm super super excited about that but there's no pressure it's just gonna be for fun and so like um, having that, having that fight, you know, like you well, said, that's why just, we do it. Have yeah. fun, right? Yeah. I think, okay. I think uh, a couple things. I think one, um, I think the tides are changing. Obviously, they're changing in CrossFit. Everything's changing in CrossFit. But I think it. I think we're kind of entering into this new era of CrossFit where there's the sport side and then there's just the exercising side. Where for so long they were very intermingled. And I think that's a good thing. I mean, yeah. I think there's a reason why, like, sorry, hang on. I think there's a reason why, like, things like Fit Body Boot Camp just blow up and do so well, right? Because people are literally just there to exercise. Yep. And they don't, there's no pressure of competition or anything like that. I tell you what, Burn Boot Camp, though, they're on some serious stuff over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, but people <laughs> yeah. love that stuff. Yeah. It's great. It's a great exercise regime. I mean, I recommend it. But I think I think CrossFit is kind of kind of moving in that direction, and obviously you're in the whole affiliate organization thing. Where I think I think people are just more wanting to join to get fit, have fun, and exercise more so than compete. And then the competitors who really want to compete, like there's a separation now. And what I'm seeing, and maybe because it feels newer here in South Carolina. But it's really cool to see some of the older population getting into it. They're kind of beating that, this like, oh, I'm too old for that, and they're getting in and just moving. And mm-hmm. they, the joy that they're getting out of again, right? And so right, that's for cool sure. To see. And I think another thing I wanted to say was, which uh, on specifically you and Reagan's social media is, I think one of the coolest things that you guys do is you show your fitness outside of the box. You guys are on your one wheels all the time. Yep. You're snowboarding. Um, you're biking, like in the mountains. Like you're doing fun things yep. outside of the box. And I think that's really cool to see as an affiliate owner. And I think you guys even use the tagline like "Use your fitness." Mm-hmm. Isn't is that yeah. what it? Yep, yep, use yep. your fitness. Yep. Yeah. Which which I think is like super important message for everybody to see and hear. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I think like you know we we talk about CrossFit and I can remember like as long as like I've been a part of CrossFit is that, you know, like we train for life outside of the box, you know? And so like, whether it be like, and I think that was the original slogan for like firefighters and military and stuff like that. But, you know, I would not be able to do snowboarding. You know, I'm not like amazing at it, but I wouldn't be able to do it as good as I can if I didn't have the core that I have from CrossFit, Mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't be able to have the stamina to, like, you know, hike or bike or whatever. I wouldn't be able to have the balance and the agility on my one wheel. Now, some people are just freaky nature like that, but I'm not me. I've had to work for it. Uh And so um, I think that's, like, one of the biggest things is just, like, 
yeah, I can go in the gym and get a good workout in, but I can get just as good as a workout like outside and have fun and like and enjoying life and using fitness and just like really trying to get that out there because like a lot of people think that you just have to go in, you just have to get on a treadmill or you just have to, you know, like squat or just do this. And I'm like, no, like you, all that translates into other stuff outside. And so speaking of like your clients, clients here at the clinic is that, you know, like you probably have them squat because they need to be able to sit on the toilet or like, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it's funny because Jeff Hudgens' mom was talking about like she got, I don't know how she, how old she is. She's got to be like seventy something, and you know she won't hurt me for saying that. But you know she was like, yeah, I'm up on a ladder and I was reaching for a purse, and you know she fell off the ladder and she thought she had hurt her hip or something. And someone at that age totally would have like problems. And she's like, no, I deadlift twice a week. I'm fine, you know. And yeah. so like with that that sense of that age is just like she enjoys it she's fit and she just keeps moving it but she was able to like say i do this in crossfit i step on boxes so i can step on this ladder you know and get stuff so yeah it's awesome that's really cool yeah yeah you love the you love the carryover um into all aspects of life so what do you want to ask next zach (laughs) (laughs) oh you pulled on me yeah yeah uh Wow, it was just like that's flow. A th- then, that's the thing. Wow, Zach always follows my lead. Oh, wow. it's so sweet, wow. it's so sweet. See, so, yeah. this is your podcast. No. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So, how did the? Uh, so you said this was the best open that you've ever had. Mm-hmm. It was the best open because it was fun, or your placement, or both. Um, definitely because it was fun yeah so i you know like i have improved over the years so like that number and that percentage and things like that has gone up um and it was higher than last year which is awesome mm-hmm. i'm proud of that but i didn't really like focus on that yeah. so um i i wanted to be able to do the skills that i've been training to do and do them efficiently um and so you know like burpees and deadlifts under fatigue and just being able to like move through that and not get stuck because I train those all the time or like be efficient in my chest to bar. That's just something that I've like super, super been working on. And so, um, like just trying to move through those and like be like, Hey, I did every single one or like there was no failed reps and, um, with that and like crazy, I've been working on my double winners. I feel like forever, um, but like I got in this bad habit of doing double single double. And so then like when I tried to break that habit, it was just like, I don't know what to do. And starting all over. Starting all over. Like one double under. Yes. You know what? Are. You know what I keep waiting for is for them to throw a singles in the workout yeah. and have everybody doing singles instead of double unders oh, yeah. with, you know a heavy, how, with a heavy rope. Do you know yeah. how many, how, how much that would throw people off? Oh my gosh. Cause yeah. you are so used to doing double unders. Have you tried to do singles lately? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Especially for longer periods of time, like doing one or two, you're like, oh, okay. But if you have to do like 20 plus, you're like, uh-huh. this is awkward. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you're like, right now we're like trying to break people who do singles to do doubles, you know? And so you're like going super fast and singing real low to the floors, not helping you get doubles. Here's what you need to do. And so then like, if that ever came up in a workout, I know some people would be like, what? It's and kind what of funny. This? It's kind of funny that double unders is still a thing. Does that does that make sense? Like I know for a while, like at the beginning, it was like, wow, this is amazing. People are like flipping a rope twice under, like the coordination, blah blah blah. But now, like 
it's literally the same stimulus as anybody just jumping rope. Like you're jumping and you're you're working your forearms. Um, I don't even know if that should be like in an event anymore, right? Like it's. I think you should watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I think doubleunders create a very impressive stimulus when paired with some things. Wait, yeah. Re- regardless of what it is, especially now that they've added like the heavy one in, mm-hmm. that is a yeah. Butt. That's yeah. well, there's well, that's completely different with the heavy. But even right? the speed but, one now, it's like capacity over but with, time. Yeah. With like the revolution of the speed rope, you know how fast those bearings are going. Right. I mean, yeah. if you took a regular jump rope and you were doing singles, you probably might get like the same type of stimulus. I don't know. I don't know. It's just yeah. something to think about. We just can remember, try like, it. It, it. I'm surprised there's not triple unders yet. Like, yeah. in the, the open workout, which I mean, like, they did freestanding handstand pushups at the games. Right. I mean, yeah. Like everything feels. But that's that's the thing. Like if, in the limits if they now. Threw, yeah. If they threw triple unders, that would feel like what double unders were back in the day. Like double yeah. unders. That's amazing. Like, what is this? Yeah. yeah. Yep. But yeah, when they threw free handstand pushups in there, I was like, wow, this yeah. is this is nuts. We thought triple unders would like pick up more, obviously, because you know we've been around CrossFit forever. And when it first showed up on like dot com, in a, like a workout, we're like, "What? What is this?" You know. And so everyone's like trying, and obviously, like Reagan can do like triple unders like crazy, but um, like it, I don't think it ever took off like double unders did. Um, so I'm kind of expecting to see it like any day now, right? You know. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe at a semi. Yeah. But now they just, I think they just went full force into the, that's he- the, like, the heavy ropes. Yeah. So I think they'll beat that too. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, that is like, is that really a test of fitness doing a triple under? Or is that just like a really cool trick? I mean, they you did know? ring handstand pushups that one year. Right, so yeah. they're just, I they're, mean, they're I feel testing like, all of it. I feel like I would just rather see like, you know, real like let's move kind of fitness like. Like a barbell. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Or like run or right, push yeah. or jump. I don't, I mean, I mean, I see you are jumping and jumping. Yeah, well, I, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it's just, I guess, like, like a that. cool trick I do is balance on two wheels on a wheelchair. You know, like that's a cool trick. <laughs> like doing a triple under is yeah. a cool trick. Like it's not really a test of. Yeah, I guess it's, a par- it's a party trick, not a test. Exactly, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's like, cool, look what I can do. It's kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters. Like they're not very good at basketball, but they can do awesome tricks. Yeah. You know? Definitely a party trick. Yeah. Well, since you've kind of been around the sport, what do you think, like, from the start, from maybe conception to when you started till now, do you think the sport is headed in the right direction for what it originally started as, or do you think it's kind of branched off now and it's completely different than what the foundation was built on? Um, hmm. So I think it is headed in the right direction. Um, I think just because everything's like evolving and, um, you know, like you're finding new new ways of doing things and new stuff like that. So I feel like the sport definitely is headed in the right direction. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily like the same vision that they started at day one, but I think that's just because the people are different. The communities are different. The programming has come in different. Like you've got people that are just coming in like programming different things and owning that space. So um, I feel like with that is headed in a, in a great direction. Um, it just as like with anything evolves, right? So I know it's going to continue. And then the people behind the scenes, like the sport team and the leadership of CrossFit, I feel like they definitely have a good, um, like a good vision for the sport. And so like, I'm, I'm super hopeful, excited. I love going to the games and just experiencing that. And they make it like, 
not just for like the athlete experience, but the spectator experience, and then also from the affiliate owner experience. So you have all of those different experiences there at the games and then throughout the year. So I think everything's definitely evolving and getting better. Now, you think with it becoming such a professional sport now that it will change the landscape of it kind of forever, how that might look? Because like, you know, the Open went from five weeks down to three. Mm -hmm. Like from a community standpoint, do you feel like the three weeks held up better than kind of the five week span or I feel like because it became such a professional sport, the earlier stages are much simpler now. Right. So I like, I guess it's kind of a twofold question. So from like an affiliate owner standpoint, and then just like your everyday athletes, Mm -hmm. um, three weeks is amazing because if you look at the history of like scores being reported for the open for the five weeks, people fell off after week three and so, like, week four submissions were lower and, like, week five were lower. Mm-hmm. And the other ones that stayed consistent were those little bit more competitive ones that were interested. Um, three weeks is hard to get a test of fitness in there. So, like, it's super cool for quarterfinals. You actually get that real test of fitness um, in that case. And so I feel like the three weeks you kind of miss, like, that opportunity. But I also – love the three weeks and the programming because you can get it for everybody. Yeah. And that's their, their biggest thing is that they're wanting the open to be accessible to everyone. And so hence like the third workout almost is like leveled, even though it was very similar to like last year. Mm -hmm. Um, But moving it to quarterfinals is where you're just like, not anyone can just go through and do the quarterfinals. Like that 135 snatch for women. I mean, far and few could do that. Right. So I agree. I think it's. I think that what they've done is headed in the right direction. I've said this several episodes in a row. I just don't feel like the Open should matter for the top athletes. I don't feel like they should have the pressure to make it to the next level from the Open. Um, I feel like the Open is for the community. Friday night lights, fun times. See where you're at for the year. Um, if you want, or, you know, work out and drink a beer and have pizza afterwards or something. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that your top athletes should be stressed out about the open at all. I don't think they are anymore. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think they are. Exactly. I think, I think it's just a matter of like a process to go through, mm-hmm. right? You know, cause like if you didn't have the open for those, like what would almost be like your determining factor for, qu- for quarterfinals, even though like resets, you know, like. You couldn't just like walk in and sign up for quarter. Right. That's what some validity, some validity. Validity. Yeah. That's, that's (laughs) what I'm saying. That like somebody who's really good on a bad day will still make that top 10%, you know? Well, I look at uh, Patrick Vellner and I talked to JR about it and he thought it was like really smart and like a mature move is Fikowski's scores weren't anything impressive. Like you've seen in years previous, Mm -hmm. like his first score, he would have been like outside the top 40 here in South Carolina. But, um, you know, he still knew he was going to make it to quarters and his body and mind wasn't trashed yeah. right. from full sending it. He probably did a hundred other sessions to keep on track with his I peak know. time. It was yeah. so funny to me when I had a couple of friends, they were like, well, I beat Fikowski in the open or in this open workout. I was like, he's not trying. Right. Like, he doesn't yeah. care about this. You know, yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to say that to bust their, their, you know, they're high, but like still, he, you know, it's obvious like what you just said. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the smart move. Like, why would you even come close to peaking for the open if you are pretty much guaranteed that top 10% if you're yeah. a certain athlete? Right. It should just almost be like another training day. Exactly. You know? So, and I think that's how most of them did. And 
Um, like I saw some of the programming for um, like Mayhem competitor programming, which yep. like they push out to whoever wants to pay for that. So that's not their like individual one. But with that, um, they would have the open programs and then like after that you had all this other stuff, you know. And so for most people, you're like, I'm trashed. I'm not going to do that. But, you know, like people who are competitive, like competitively at that level can handle that volume. You know, that open workout is just a warm up for them. Yeah. So. Yeah, twelve minute workout or whatever, ten minute workout. Rough. Yeah. <laughs> Rough life. Rough life. I don't know about that one. <laughs> so, um, I I want your opinion on this because I know that your your affiliate still uses Sugar Wad. Do you think mm-hmm. that it's a good thing? Do you think like, do you think um, leaderboarding leaderboarding should still be a thing in CrossFit gyms? No, no. Is there a way to do you do you still is there a way to like omit that from Sugarwide and just use the app for announcing workouts for the day? No, <laughs> like I keep trying to figure out how I can hide it um, because I think it's very important that people log their times, they log their weights, they see their improvement and how they like how far they've come. Um, but I hate the like the leaderboard aspect um, of it because I'm just. We, you know, there are some people who will be like, well, I would just want to beat this person or I just want to beat that person or even will like, there's no way in hell that person got that, you know? Right. And so in that aspect, and you're like, at the end of the day, you are just cheating yourself when you're cutting reps or, you know, you're cheating yourself trying to chase someone else. You're never going to find happiness and you're never going to find what you're looking for. Um, so I wish that was a feature as like an affiliate owner that I could turn off. Have you ever reached and, out to Sugarwad and told them that? Yes. Yeah. In like a feedback survey or something. So. Wattify is the same way. But yeah. I think you can turn. I don't know. Can you turn it off with Wattify? I don't know if you can. I've been I, in I've, Wattify like once or twice. I've it's played like around with or, it. Archaic. I wish I could. Well, yeah, the thing is like people who really want to track their scores and stuff. I yeah. mean, they can track them with a notepad or something, you know. it's. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of apps out there that yeah. are like not connected that way, you know. So I think it just makes it easier for you to log your time because you've got the workout specific and then like if it's five by three squats like it tells you what you did last mm-hmm. time or this time so using sugar watts awesome for that um and then as a gym like we use it to just push reminders and notifications and announcements to the members because we know that they're always like in there versus mm-hmm. like not on their phones or not on social media mm-hmm. so yeah have you ever thought about just chucking the whole thing to the side and going old school um so we were that way when we first started um like with our even with our program and stuff but then we started using um, outsourcing our programming Mm -hmm. and they brought in sugar one i was like as an affiliate owner it's the greatest thing like because you just like plug and play you can move your programming around you can edit it however you want to but like you don't have to type all that information in i have my coach's notes my like stimulus for my coaches, like time frame and all that there. Um, so not really having that platform would be a disservice to my coaches. Gotcha. Yep. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Sugarwad. You gotta have that turn off feature. Yep. And I Wattify, feel like and Wattify. And Wattify. Yeah. I just mm. I, I've said this a lot. I just think it's it Well, because it's it taken can, away from like what the base is of like walking into class. It's about right. training, making yourself better. And then when you see the names on the leaderboard, I hate to say it, but probably 70% of the time they're probably wrong. Yeah. And then they start competing with it and then they're not 
within their range and then they missed the boat completely. Yeah. And then they're trash and then they missed two days because they did that one wrong. And it can divide gyms. Yeah. It yeah. can. I've seen it happen, you know? Yeah. Well, so. so one thing that Sugar Wad does have that you can go in and do is you can do the leaderboard by like alphabetical mm-hmm. or like numerical. And I'll go in there and flip it all the time. And so someone's like, I'm on the top of the leaderboard. I'm like, because your name starts with an A. <laughs> 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 you know, so it's like, right. you know, so like I'll kind of play play around with that just a little bit, just to like change the view up so you're not always seeing like that one person that's always on the bottom kind of thing. Um, but I, again, I just wish that feature was like some other, like it, it did some other thing or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, hopefully Sugar Wad will listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. It is. Well, what I mean, it like, is. it's hard because. So I followed Mayhem for a long time. And if you're going that route, you kind of want to see what some of the other people you're competing against are getting. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to or not, it's, it's going to happen because that's what you're comparing yourself to all year. Then you get to a competition. If you go in there and you're like, oh, I've, I've beat David all the time at Mayhem, like, there's a level of like ease when you're competing. So in that case, it's good. If you're signed up for Mayhem, there's a good chance you're you're going to be looking at the scores no matter what. But if it's like in a class, I think they're missing the boat completely on like what the point of it is. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know like day in and day out like who you're incomparable right. with yeah. in the gym and who you're with, you know, mm-hmm. who you're against and who, who you're, who's stronger and who's not. And you figure that out pretty early yeah. In your your class time, your yeah. class slot. Yeah. You find out who you're close to. Yeah. That's the person you always head to when yep. you go for team workouts. Yes. <laughs> you know? That's right. That's yep. right. I'm like, I want to be with you. You're That's strong. Right. You're strong. <laughs> you can carry me on this yeah. run. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so twenty twenty two, we are in almost April. Are you doing any local competitions? You're you said you're doing reaction. Yep. What else? Are you doing anything else? And reaction is all that I have planned. That's so, exciting. Yep. And yep. you're doing that with your husband and Jennifer Stefanacci. Yes. Very yes, cool. Yes. That's going to be a solid team. Yep. So I'm excited. I, I got to have my master's team, you know, so. Is there, a, is there a master's division there? Yes. yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. I did it last year. I'm his master's with um, Tony Gallagher and Justin Valance. Oh, Tony yeah. Gallagher. That yes. guy. Man, I miss those guys. You, they're such a good family. Mm-hmm. They have are. you been in touch with them still? Yep, we still talk um, to Steph a lot. She's actually was in town this week for um, her spring break with her family. Oh, cool. Yep. So the Gallagher's, a classic uh, old school family from CrossFit Greer. They moved to Colorado. Yep. Lame. Tony. Right. Was, Tony right. was coming on the master scene hard. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it was horrible because he got like sick right before Fittis last year. Yeah. And he was heartbroken and couldn't compete. It's a bummer. He's yeah. he's a good athlete. All right. Um, oh, I was totally gonna say for fitness, you should definitely do like a wild card. Right. Well, <laughs> well you guys have the gauntlet. Yeah, the yes, gauntlet. But the then just like a random like wild card, just be like, here you go. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I hope CrossFit never does that again. That was the most terrible thing when they threw out those wild cards. Oh, oh I yeah. liked it. You did. Oh yeah. No. I think because then like guys like Ben Smith, who might have had like a bad regional win, and ended up doing really well that year. Yeah. He still got cut, though. That was the year where people got cut. He made it to, like, the, the top 20, I think. Maybe. Still. I mean, I, I think it is – I understand, like, you know, you want to bring in what's-his-face from another 
facet of fitness to see how he does compared Hunter. to Hunter. Hunter, yeah. yeah. The but sheriff. still, like, <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff. It's so funny. Him. I was listening to a, a podcast. He was, I think, he was on Sevon's podcast a while ago, which I really enjoyed it. It was a hilarious podcast episode. But it was funny because he said something like how his Instagram following had kind of fallen off the last year. And I was like, well, no kidding. I mean, everybody that was following you was from CrossFit and like they don't care about you anymore. So. Right. You're just like, at first it was like, follow that person. Who is this person? Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like, who is this person? He's right. raising a lot of commotion in this yeah. sport here. Yeah. Yeah. Although he does that what, high rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would. That looks really fun. Yeah. It's not the same as CrossFit, but mm-hmm. it looks like it'd be a fun test. It does. Yeah. Yep. For sure. All right. You guys want to do some rapid fire questions? Oh, sure. Let's do it. Do it. All right. What is your guilty pleasure CrossFit brand? Like if you had disposable, just like no matter what, you could always go get it kind of like he is with the socks. What brand are you going to? Noble. Okay. Solid. Um... Yeah, <laughs> As he's I'm decked looking. out a noble. So are you. Um, let's see here. If man, you've been on this so many times that I've got to think of some different a different question, different <laughs> questions. I I should write these down. Um, <laughs> well, if you were to get a new dog, would you adopt or get a breeder? I would adopt or rescue a greyhound. Cool. Yeah. All right. I like Why it. Why a greyhound? Um, I just like love their demeanor. Like they're super sweet, um, very racy, and then they're just kind of like, all right, I'm done with the sport. I'm ready to be a master's dog, you know. And they like, just chill. They just relate and chill. So, That's cool. Yeah. I like it. Hmm. What is your go-to breakfast spot in town? It could be Greer, and then what do you get? Um, so go to breakfast, um, like super quick would probably be like Panera and they have an bacon, egg and cheese brioche and you can get the egg over medium or over easy. And then like breakfast, breakfast would be select in downtown Greer. They have brunch. It's the best thing. Select. Yes. I avoided that place for the longest time because I was such a Bin 112 lover. Oh yeah. And that was the original um, restaurant that was there. And then I was like, Select, that's such a weird name. Like, why is it called Select? But then I went there and it, it it's, it's very good. Okay. It's very select. It is very select. <laughs> it is very good. It's so good. But their brunch is so, so good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I have a problem with the word? I, I cannot stand the word elite. Because unless you're like LeBron James, you're not elite. Like, <laughs> what makes you so elite? You know, I just can't stand that. You're like, the top kids, eight. kids soccer. You're like in the elite program. Like, you're not elite. You're a kid, <laughs> ten year old playing in soccer. You know, like. <laughs> I mean, you're in the top one percent of one percent in that sport for maybe your age group. Like, right, right. The CrossFit Games people are elite. Well, I'm saying like. A 13-year-old could be really elite for 13-year-olds. Yeah. In, in the soccer. world. In the world. Yeah. You just have to define, you like, have, you have to have a definition of, like, what category you're elite in, right? Because, like, you could be elite in, like, PT. Pod- podcasting. <laughs> for right? sure. You know? But 
And Zach could be elite, like, in his sweet tattoos, right? So it's just a matter what of, up? like... <laughs> right? I guess it's how you define elite. Right? It's what you def... Like, it's a category of what elite, right? I don't know. Like I feel like sh- somebody has to give you the status of elite. If you're defining yourself as elite, then you're not elite. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, like, society does that. I mean, even, yeah. like, CrossFit gyms. Like you go in there, the person that's always at the top of the leaderboard might be elite to all them, but then they get exposed to what true elite fitness looks like right. in CrossFit, and then they're like, and then they're oh, like, oh, I'm not elite, but you're still elite here. Yeah, well, I think like like you said, society does it. They do it in regular like stores, mm-hmm. right? So like shoe brands or you know Lululemon versus like whatever you know Lulu Athleta. Like you think about that in that sense, you know. Vans versus Converse. Do they call themselves elite? I'm sure they consider themselves elite. They're Have elite. you walked in their store in Lulu? It just lately? feels elite. It's yeah, so right. elite. They act elite. <laughs> so elite. All right. Um, <laughs> if you could, hmm, hmm. Okay, this is a stupid question. Not no question. Stupid. Right. If. It was socially acceptable to say a cuss word all the time. Which one would it be? And you don't have to say the word, but you can say the S word or the F word. (laughs) It's a four-letter F word. Right, it's a four-letter F word. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and I only said that because I heard Andy or Justin say it. That's all I said it. It was Andy. Uh, It was Andy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Wow. Got it. Loud and clear. I yes. love it. Yes. yes. That's mine too. Yes. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. It's like I'm incessantly saying it in my head. Yeah. <sighs> you can say it like two different ways, right? You know, so like it could be in like a mad aspect, but it can just be like in it's conversation. It's universal. It's universal. It's yeah. totally one of those universal words. Universal four-letter so, word. Yep. I feel like it's becoming more accepting, accepting kind of like tattoos. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Tattoos. Are definitely becoming accepted. What were you gonna say? Nothing. Is that a new tattoo, by the way? Yeah, yeah. I just got it. I like it. I just uh, I got it a couple weeks ago, and then I got it sharpened up a little bit today, actually. Nice. It's the coordinates of where I was born. That's Whoa! Cool. Yeah, it's that's real awesome. Deep. <laughs> that's super cool. I went from one tattoo. I got one tattoo on my side when I was like eighteen or nineteen, and I didn't get another one until I was like maybe. 31 or 32 and now i've got four and i'm 35 so six i think i'm like 11 or 12 dang girl yeah. you're a rebel right. i got the bigger ones you they do. take up a little more room mine is a bigger this one's a bigger I love one, that but, one yeah that one's yeah. super cool i got one on my thigh which i'm proud of it's pretty cool i'd have to take my pants off to show you though so i'll show you something else okay <laughs> i'm not video recording it right. that's right that's right Zach really wants to see that. I've already seen that. <laughs> <laughs> We've been there. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got any more? You got yeah. another question? Go for What's it. your spirit animal? Oh, my gosh. My spirit animal is totally, like, this is funny, a wolf. But I found that out because I, like, Googled a questionnaire, and I had to answer all these questions, and it came up and said that. Um, <clears throat> it was just, like, because I'm super, like, methodical and, like, a planner, but also just kind of, like, very, very stealthy. So I'm like, huh. So that's what I was at the last, um, at our open. We did like Discovery Channel. And You're so a wolf. I got a wolf onesie. 
<laughs> everybody's like, that's fun. is that a dog? And I was like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> that's awesome. No, they wolves are cool. Right? Yeah. And they're pack animals. So yeah. you got to you gotta run with your pack. Yep. That's cool. All right. Speaking of TV, we don't watch like regular cable much anymore. But if you had to choose between the Discovery Channel or the History Channel, which one would you have watched? Discovery Channel. Yeah. Cool. Yep, yep. Discovery Channel. So I believe the... Uh, what the heck was it called with the um, moon moonshiners that was on Discovery? Correct. Yep. I remember watching that in college and being like, "Wow, this is two of the OGs were way... just they're right down the road." I yeah. know that's what, that's what I was just gonna say. I was like, "Wow, this is way out there. This is insane." And then I moved here, and like a year after moving here, I realized that those two guys literally live like forty five minutes from my house. Well, yeah. though, so they came to the easy, <laughs> this little uh, beer and wine liquor store and easily like a week ago yeah That's or last crazy. weekend they're getting pictures with everyone it's so crazy yeah because like when it the show was out they're like i saw a superstar i saw it like so and so and i'm like what they're around oh jim bob jim bob <laughs> <laughs> oh man it was crazy i was like man i really did move to the south when mm-hmm. i realized oh yeah yes God, yes moonshine will bite yeah. you i had a uh, patient when we first opened up in greer he came down from um, like the Landrum area are like way up there in the mountains. And uh, on his last day, he brought two jars of moonshine and one of them was completely clear and he was just like giving them to me for basically saying thank you, you know, whatever. People do that. So, you know, some people bring cake, some people bring pie, some people bring moonshine. Hey. So like... I, <laughs> whatever works. Yeah. Well, so, well, like, life gives I poured, you lemons. That's right. <laughs> right. I poured it in a whiskey glass and I set it on fire and it literally burned for like 10 minutes. I didn't touch it. Oh like, I'm not touching this stuff. It's just pure <laughs> that's gasoline. <laughs> yeah. Ethanol. <laughs> it was like a blue flame, man. It was crazy. Oh, that's the stuff that you take to like get rid of a cold, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or was, a cold. You get rid of a lot of things. <laughs> it was very strong. That's it. You get rid of all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. If you were to um, have to pick up and move to another state in the USA, which one would be on the top of your list to go to? Um, so I'm back and forth about Colorado. Um, absolutely love Colorado. Like there, the mountains and things like that first um, snowboarding and stuff. Um, I'm not like so uppity on like a lot of their just like political practices and stuff. Um, and there's not really that many. Or there's like a big thing of CrossFit gyms around so i'd want to go somewhere where there's not a crossfit gym so i can open up and win there cool yeah i just have a funny so i was listening to your last podcast and you're talking about your uh neil maddox crush yes so that was my first experience with like elite (laughs) crossfit yeah Uh you can call him elite that's fine i'm okay with that i dropped into crossfit (laughs) hyperfit oh god what was this 2015 but it was him china cho and julie fouché and they're all working out. And like you walk in, obviously they stand out. They're all, they all look different, yeah. like very fit individuals. And I thought I was like, <laughs> I got this. Like, that's a guy I got to go for. We did the open workout. It was the 150 double unders, 90 wall balls, 30 ring muscle ups. Within like a 15 minute AMRAP. Neil Maddox was done with the second set of wall balls before I was like halfway through. <laughs> like through the ring muscle ups and then he continued to keep going. And then I watched him work out again. And again, I was like, who is he? And they're like, that's Neil Maddox. And, and like, everyone was so hush hush. Like they would not go near him. Anything. They're like, that's Neil Maddox. <laughs> and then you look him up and he was like 
10th at the games that yep. year or something like that. You're like, yeah. oh, cool. Got it. <laughs> Got it. No wonder. Yeah. No wonder he was through there. That was my first experience seeing what elite fitness looked like in person. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. So did you say Colorado is the state then that you would probably look at first? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Colorado's fun. I love Colorado. I love visiting Colorado. I don't know if I'd want to live there. I think I'm home. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, I, this is definitely home. I feel like a yeah. lot of local people don't realize how great they have it here or, in Greenville. No. See, I really like Charleston, too. Yeah, no, not anymore. Yeah. It's way Not anymore. <laughs> it was great back in the day, but like now, you go down there. We went down to, uh, it's so busy. It's insanely busy. It's insanely expensive. And it's basically like a mini New York and New Jersey now. I mean, you go to the beach and it looks like Jersey Shore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot yeah. of transplants down here. There's a down here. lot of transplants. You think there's yeah. a lot in Greenville. Like, that's pretty much all of Charleston. Oh, yeah. It's like this whole, just the South in general, a ton yeah. of transplants. Sorry. Like, yeah. Oh, no, and for it's real. Not, right. As two of us <laughs> are like, us oh. are here. <laughs> so, and it's not just like you guys, but it's just increased in like the last two years, I think. Oh, it's, yeah. our, so, it's our yeah. fault. You guys brought we, we brought here. them all down. They're all following you guys. Yeah. These, uh, these elite. That's right. These elite people. These elite, these elite, people. elite Midwesterners. <laughs> we just paved the roads. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah, it's insane how many transplants are here, but it, it's it's good for the for the environment. economy and the city the for sure. It's good for the environment. The environment well, I don't yeah. know. I mean, a lot of the environment's being torn down with all these houses and Oh, you're that. one of those people. Yeah. Heard. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I'm just I'm just hugging my trees over here. Yeah. I can't help it. No, I I had to leave like the North Highway 101 14 Facebook group. Like I'm hardly on Facebook anyway, but I had to leave that group because I would just get notifications of like people trying to protest new neighborhoods coming in and you you know what? Why is this? And then the next one would be like, "Did you hear the police officer driving down the road and what are they going for?" And you're like, you guys are just a bunch of nosy people who don't want people to move in. Like this area is growing. And Mind your business. Yeah, this area is growing, and like it's super good for the economy and just like oh, I yeah. love, I love seeing all the growth. Um, I don't like the traffic so much, but like it's way better than Atlanta and New York, so I'm not complaining for now. For now, yeah. <laughs> but for that's now. the that's the thing. A lot of people don't realize that in other a lot of other parts of the country, you can't just like quit your job and get another one the next day, Mm-mm. like. The economy here is booming so much compared to other aspects of the country, which is a blessing. All right. Um, any any other any other things we want to talk about? I told my story. I listened to the podcast and I had to laugh. I was like, Neil Maddox. That's a funny story. <laughs> yes. Neil Maddox. Neil Maddox is cool. Yeah. Is he still your crush? Yeah. That's yep. cool. It's so interesting to me. Yeah. I would have never pegged you as a Neil Maddox guy. Yeah. Girl. Who are you? Guy. Girl. Girl. Whatever. Guy. I don't Guy. discriminate anymore. <laughs> Not allowed to. Who's Who your CrossFit crush? Um, uh, probably Danielle Brandon for sure. Of course it is. Like, yeah, she's she's beautiful. I just I just like everything about her. Yeah. <laughs> her personality, you know, <laughs> really really goes really far for me. Uh, her flipping some money all yeah. the games. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's that was it. badass. And the blue hair, I was like, yeah. I'm yeah. all for it, honey. Yeah. yeah. I'm all about it. Yep. Um. Yeah, she's for the longest time it was Sarah Sigmund's daughter, but I'm I'm yeah. I'm going to America, you know. America through and through. Yeah, she's awesome. Yep. Um All right, cool. I think we'll end it.
Thanks for coming on, Jen Yay, Green. Thanks for having thanks me. Thanks for catching up. Um, we're super excited to be at Fittest this year. I think we are going to be bringing the podcast there. Yay, so awesome. We will be there. Um, at least I will be. I don't know if Zach will be in town the or not. The future is undecided. Well, Zach is uh, trying to get to semifinals with the team, yeah. which is going to be awesome. But I will for sure be there. Awesome. And uh, yeah, so I will see you there. Um, good luck leading up to it. Hope everything goes as smoothly thank as you. possible. I know everybody's really excited for it. Thank you. Thank you. So excited. Yeah. All right. Y'all heard it here on the Apogee Fitness Podcast. <laughs>